From beach towels to tea towels, and from mugs to water bottles, the TNT Shop has it all. Browse our shop now at tntradio.live. Critically analyzing global affairs, this is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, happy turbulent taco Tuesday. We got Terry Wolf joining us first hour from Canada and Michael Rivero returns to the program second hour uh, uh he's he's his website whatreallyhappened.com had him on the show last year so I thought I'd bring him back and I I went to check in on him and apparently he had retired his um radio program a few months ago so we'll we'll get his thoughts on what the world uh looks like from his vantage point uh tomorrow I got Richard C Cook coming on retired US federal analyst, uh, as well as Ralph Blumenthal to talk about his book on aliens and UFOs. And then Dr. Rima Laibo will be back Friday. Uh, if you want to call in and, and chat with her, we'll be talking about uh, the, the WHO takeover uh, and other fun guests. I, I thought I'd share this quote from Pope Felix III. I believe he was Pope 1500 years ago. And I got this uh, after reading an article from my past guest, Mark Mallet, who's a Catholic. Uh, I'm an ex-Catholic, but I thought this was true. This 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 um, apparent quote from Felix the Third quote: "An error which is not resisted is approved; a truth which is not defended is suppressed. He who does not oppose an evident crime is open to the suspicion of secret complicity." Good stuff there, and I came across. This fascinating quote from 1891 by Annie Payson Call, Power Through Repose. And she talks about something um, that I discovered many decades ago uh, called Americanitis, Americanitis. Nervous disorders resulting from overwork are all about us. Extreme nervous tension seems to be so peculiar, peculiarly American that a German physician coming to this country to practice became puzzled by the variety of nervous disorders he was called upon to help and finally announced his discovery of a new disease which he chose to call Americanitis. And now we suffer from Americanitis in all its unlimited varieties. Doctors study it, nerve medicines arise on every side, etc this was 1891 this was one of the reasons i decided to leave america was i just couldn't stand this americanitis you go to places like mexico or the rest of the world and people are just much more relaxed enjoying life but when you go not all americans not all parts of america but um just in general i find a lot of folks that i know in the states are just tense you know so i thought that was interesting from 1891 um what else is happening uh, a satanic goat skull and pentagram in the iowa state capital residents of iowa have expressed disbelief after the governor allowed a satanic christmas display featuring a baphomet skull and blood red pentagram to be placed inside the state capital it's a sign of the times it's an omen um you know, really, this is uh, this is where we're at. That just that tells you everything you need to know. Uh, a great post by Gabor Gurbats, who I discovered, uh, and then 
pleasantly surprised to see that he was already following me. He posts an image of Elizabeth Warren. Her net worth is $67 million. Her monthly income is $400,000. Her salary, $285,000. And he says, what's the math on this? Good question. How, how does uh, an apparatchik like Warren become worth $67 million at a salary of 285000 a year? Total crooks. Crooks uh, everywhere uh, you look. Some big algorithm ghetto news. Cointelegraph reports today. It's pretty crazy. Chinese government plans blockchain-based identity verification. The Chinese Ministry of Public Security plans to implement a blockchain-based identity verification system that it claims will help keep personal data and identity credentials safe. I thought blockchain and Bitcoin were going to save us. So they're going to roll this thing out called RealDid, Real D-I-D, to verify the real name identities of its citizens. And the, these include a personal real name confirmation, personal data encrypted protection and certification, private logins, business identities, personal identification, certificate certificate services, yada, yada, yada. So there, there goes the algorithm ghetto. Uh, what else is interesting, crazy story here? Government seizes control of ranchers land for endangered bug habitat. They literally found like these two rare orange spider thingies uh, and then just this declared, I don't know how many acres of this dude's land, uh, the government's, and he can't do anything with it. Um, you know, this is part of the whole Great Reset Agenda 2030 thing. Uh, and this is posted at agweb.com. Um, from today, you can find the the, the story, the lengthy um description uh of what's going on here completely insane and i thought uh the best quote here was he says the founding fathers never envisioned federal authority to regulate local land use in this way and they surely did did not uh some good news al gore is crying on x uh he has uh, tweeted that cop out 28 cop 28 is now on the verge of complete failure the world desperately needs to phase out hydrocarbons and bring in neo-feudalism as quickly as possible. But this draft reads as if OPEC dictated it word for word. So some good news there. <laughs> neo-feudalism isn't quite going the way, the way they want it to. So we still got a little time. We got a little time left. Uh, all right, a reminder that you can uh that we have an app you can download the tnt radio app smartphone app get it for your surveillance device at the apple app store google play store that will enable you to listen live to us anywhere anytime stay up to speed on tnt radio keeping the commitment 24 7. I've been anytime stay up to speed on tnt radio keeping the commitment 24 7. I've been in the car all day and I got to listen. Can't get enough of it. You guys are doing a great job. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. The publisher of Sports Illustrated has fired its CEO after the company came under intense scrutiny and criticism over allegations that the publication has been using AI generated stories written by fake 
authors. How about that fake news? Here with the story, joining me now is TNT Radio News producer Adam Clark, aka Ruckus. Thanks, all right. Yeah, does that mean the, the the swimsuit edition too? Just saying. Uh, probably soon, right? Uh, fake AI. Anyway, uh, so Sports Illustrated, uh, their CEO, no more, uh, Ross Levinson, was fired by the publication's parent parent company, that would be Arena Group, uh, just two weeks after allegations circulated that the sports website was publishing articles that were generated by artificial intelligence from authors who didn't appear to even exist. That's right. <laughs> fake Fake people writing fake news for fake media. Uh, Levinson was fired by parent company, the Arena Group. He reportedly made the move to, quote, improve the operational efficiency and revenue of the company, end quote, according to the group, according to reporting from The Hill. So I think they they try to make it seem like he agreed to be fired. I mean, okay. Uh, Sports Illustrated was accused of publishing articles by, quote, fake AI-generated writers, end quote, whose profile images were found for sale on a website that sells AI-generated profiles and photos. Well then, how about that? Uh, an article published by the outlet Futurism pointed to two allegedly fake writers. The first was a man purported to be one Drew Ortiz, whose profile photo was allegedly found by the outlet for sale on an AI face generator website. Did you know they had those? Uh, this was also true for Sora Tanaka, whose Sports Illustrated profile allegedly said she, quote, has always been a fitness guru and loves to try different foods and drinks, end quote. You cannot make this stuff up. Uh, Tanaka's photo was also reportedly found for sale on the SAPE. Same website, the, the, the fake AI face generator website. Uh, the Arena Group published a statement alleging, alleging that it wasn't their fault. Uh, a third-party contractor was to blame for any discrepancies. Uh, the statement says, quote, An article was published alleging that Sports Illustrated published AI-generated articles. According to our initial investigation, this is not accurate. The articles in question were product reviews and were licensed content from an ex external third-party company, Advon Commerce. A number of Advon's e-commerce articles ran on certain arena websites, end quote. The company then claimed that although it takes steps to, quote unquote, continually monitor its partners, the company was in the midst of a review, quote, unquote, sorry, they were, quote, in the midst of a review when these allegations were raised, end quote. Uh, let's see. Furthermore, they said, quote, Advon has assured us that all of the articles in question were written and edited by Humans, according to Advon, their writers, editors, and researchers create and curate content and follow a policy that involves using both counter-plagiarism and counter-AI software on all content. However, we have learned that Advon had writers use a, paint, a, a pen name or a pseudonym in certain articles to protect author privacy, actions we don't condone, and we are removing the content while our internal investigation continues and have since ended the partnership, end quote. Futurism also alleged that the AI-generated authors seem to disappear from Sports Illustrated's website without explanation. The outlet claimed that other websites operated by the Arena Group, which would include The Street, routinely rotate in new AI-generated authors. 
but Levinson is out. Taking his place is Manoj Bargava, an Indian-American businessman and founder of Five Hour Energy. That's right. The person who founded the little five energy bottles that you see at the grocery stores and bodegas. There you have it. He is now the new CEO of Sports Illustrated, Hergory. But what do you think about this? Just on the comment you made about the swimsuit edition, I think uh, that's been like AI or fake for the longest time in, in terms of airbrushing, right? Everything just airbrushed so uh, fake. But, um, you know, is, is your stuff AI generated, Ruckus? How do people know I'm not AI? <laughs> um, it's hard. It's getting hard to tell, isn't it? It, it? it is. You know, I've stopped like on the uh the, the this video software where you, where you have the option to what's it called like to to um, automatically f fix up your aesthetics i've started not clicking on it i just want to come you know come across w warts and all i don't like this fake uh stuff i want people to see my gray hair and and <laughs> wrinkles uh but uh you know it, this all makes sense given the direction that we're headed you know i've been wondering i i was i am still certified as a teacher could be a teacher professor uh, i've been wondering you know when teachers will soon be replaced uh by online ai systems that's their goal uh you know i had a during during uh, operation COVID 1994 one of my colleagues here in mexico told me you know, a bunch of teachers lost jobs and what they did instead was instead of having you know one teacher 30 students to one teacher uh they would end up firing a bunch of teachers and have one teacher teach an online module to 100 students, you know? So it's just, um, you can see that trend. Even podcasting, I, I've been wondering how long before um, they replace us with podcasting. We've seen some of these AI movies. Will I even be able to sell tacos at the end of the day? Or, or are they going to 3D print them and then have a robot sell them? You know, it's, it's going to be difficult uh, times uh, ahead, Ruckus, but... It's, you know, it's, I think we're going to see more com companies experimenting like Sports Illustrated, seeing what they can get away with. But um, I think that this is the whole point of, of all of this for Sk Skynet to become self-aware um, and to replace humans uh, wherever the elites can and bring in Elysium. What do you think? Well, the sad part is it's not the robots or the machines that built themselves, right? We 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 did this to ourselves, didn't we? I mean, we're we're building the technology. You were you were mentioning a story about the uh, the blockchain based ID, and I'm just like thinking, oh boy, I don't know how many times I've heard from uh, conspiracy theorists, as it were, who try to tell me that oh, Bitcoin is a psyop, and they're just using all of the the sweat and blood and tears off the hard workers building the blockchain technology just to steal it away from them and enslave us. Well. Looks like they might be right, unfortunately. So, yeah, we see this all the time. We, we built this AI um, technology to help assist humans, and it's going to basically replace humans. We, we see it time and time again, Hervori. Yeah, and, and I think it's, you know, it takes two to tango. Part of it is this intent on some elites to carry this out, but then another part of, of it, I think it's the fault of this ideology. People really drinking this Kool-Aid, uh, really attempting to build this utopia, uh, and th this is going to be the results. It's going to end up in this um, sort of Kafkaesque I idiocracy. You know, when I last chatted with Joe Allen uh, on transhumanism, what did he call it? Basically, elgocracy, 
idiocracy with algorithms basically i think that's that's probably the closest um to the truth uh anyways we'll catch up with you in a bit ruckus we got terry wolf of wolfpox.com uh he's gonna be beaming down from manitoba canada phone lines are open we'll be right back TNT Radio's Chris Smith. Despite being used to protect travellers from terrorists, hijackers or violent drunks or those who were drugged out as they board, and this has been going on since 1961, they won't be around this Thanksgiving. None of them. Air marshals were always meant to be invisible. Well, you can guarantee that this Thanksgiving. Ironically, the Biden administration has been hijacking air marshals for all kinds of other duties, leaving the passengers they were meant to guard and protect completely helpless. Air marshals have been lumbered with assisting the chaos on the southern border. They might be called air marshals, but an unknown number are now seconded to work on the ground. Maybe they're ground marshals now, marshalling illegal immigrants on the border and doing the job supposedly meant for the United States Customs and Border Protection. Where are they? Chris Smith on TNT Radio. Take us back in time. And who was Mike Flynn? He was the National Security Advisor to the president. Why is it that they go after me so hard? Why me? Why does Barack Obama only talk about two people to the incoming president of the United States? When I was sentenced, the judge says, you have been convicted of lying to cover up for Donald Trump. To which I say, cover up what? Russian collusion? There was no Russian collusion to cover up. We see in today's current uh, scenario with President Joe Biden, who came in with high expectations, that he has been viewed as divisive. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom. The liberal media say, well, this is his love for his son, and yes, he's going to protect his son. But let me tell you, a lot of fathers love their sons, but their sons had to go to jail when they broke the law. At this moment, people see a lot of those telltale signs of a far left drift to the country. Whether you're talking about socialism, or you're talking about communism. Socialism is just a kinder cousin of communism. But the goal is the same, for the state to have control of every aspect of your life. We have multiple hearings on different agencies that have actually just gone rogue. They took fewer men in the takedown of El Chapo than they did to arrest me. And Comey went back to his organization brought his other thugs together to basically give them the ground rules. Okay, here's how we're gonna, here's what we're gonna do. And give, now I need some ideas about how to execute this, basically this act of treason. I think we all know, James Comey, that you're a great storyteller because you made up the entire story about Crossfire Hurricane. So it's really fitting that a criminal like yourself wrote a crime novel. Do you remember me? Remember me from your book signing? It doesn't matter whether they're Republican or Democrat. People will sell their soul to obtain an ounce of political power in Washington, D.C. I don't even know that draining the swamp is the appropriate metaphor anymore after what we've seen these last four years. We need basically an exorcism in Washington, D.C. When, you know, Satan is tempting Jesus in the desert, I'll, I'll give you all the riches of the world. I'll give you everything. All you have to do is bow to me. That's what Barack Obama has done. That's what Jim Comey has done. That's what these bastards have done. The Fall of Deceit at SalemNow.com. Today's News Talk Radio. Come on, let the man talk. We never censor our hosts. Good. Now, talk. Uncensored News. Today's News Talk Radio. TNT. Joining us is Terry Wolf of Wolf. 
Pox.com author seen by millions on TikTok before he was deplatformed coming to us from Canada. I'm down here in Mexico. How's it going, Terry? Going great. Um, yeah, I I like to be back here. I, I just finished writing some uh, some posts for my Winter Christian Substack uh, that uh, I'm proud of. Um, it's it's part of a whole series I'm doing on on serving God's kingdom and what that means in real terms for people like you and me and people who are listening who just want to contribute in some way to make a difference. Um, one of them is about uh, kind of getting ready for the new age, getting ready for the re-enchantment that we've been talking about a lot of times. Uh, there's an interesting interview with uh, Jonathan Padgeau, who's an Orthodox mystic who talks about fairies and aliens and the occult and divination and all these things in this big interview. It's sort of seep. I think it's seeping into sort of the more mainstream. I shouldn't even say it's mainstream because it's alternative, I guess, but the alternative as uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later with uh, David Icke, I think, and this idea of what is the mainstream anymore? What is the alternative? But uh, so, yeah, getting ready for that in this sort of age of anything goes post-truth craziness. And then another one most recently was about uh, identifying weaknesses in ourselves and how, uh, you know, a lot of people today, they, they care about the truth and they want to have this sort of info war, this, this fight for the truth, but they don't actually discipline themselves like a soldier would. They don't actually think about themselves as being somebody who needs to stay focused and be mission oriented and have uh you know sort of this shield to protect themselves against all the attacks that come against us they just sort of you know hope to hide and then contribute a little something and then run away and so i wanted to try to help people walk through what it takes to try to be uh sort of a soldier in the in the fight for truth yeah, you know, you talk about how Christians today and um, are are lazy first and foremost, and um, I'm guilty of that. And, and you know, it's it's something to reflect on. Uh, it reminds me of a cross uh, a quote I came across from Tim Challies uh, this week, where he cites Dewitt Talmash. I have no idea who that is. Who says quote? I lay this down as a rule without any exception that those people who have the most faults themselves are most um, merciless in their watching of others. Um, but you mentioned uh, David Ike and the uh, mammies is, is what, what he's using now. The, the, the info war, the info civil war, I guess we can call it now. David kind Ike of, versus yeah. Alex Jones versus Elon Musk versus Andrew Tate. Uh, David Knight has uh, jumped into the fray. He's a former employee of alex jones and um it, it's interesting david ike is now taking the donnie darkened um running sort of with partially with the donnie darkened um theory i had him on a while back although i consider david ike to be part of the same um great awakening false light uh nwo i watched the chat between musk uh, i listened to you know at the alex jones musk andrew tate um interview uh, and but basically, Ike is complaining and saying that the alternative media has now become mainstream alternative media, MAM or, or Mammies, as he says, the new mainstream alternative media. And I think he's true. He, he's throwing in Carlson Rogan, 
Jordan Peterson, Russell Brand. And we've been talking about this for a while, um, Terry. And I don't know, you know, David Ike, if he's just uh, bitter uh, or, or or what. I, I include him in in as part of this uh, deception. And, you know, there were people in the comment section on David Knight's uh, Twitter uh, post who said, you know, others from Infowars were outing themselves as Freemasons. And I, I just searched and I found Charles, uh, what's his name? Uh, I think G Gaser, one of the Infowars hosts, himself in a... In a uh, uh, on one segment, say he's a 32, 32nd degree Freemason. And I I, I think I had, I saw him at the Liberty, Liberty Awards that I attended um, in August. I passed right by him as, as he was sitting down. But it's just a, lo a lot of shady stuff going on. People pointing out how Andrew Tate and Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones's parents are all like uh, CIA military intelligence. What do you make of this info civil war? <laughs> Right. I mean, what a big tangle of of weirdness, because you have the the cognitive dissonance of David Icke saying, you know, that that they're controlled opposition and that they're fake when he's the one talking about reptilians and, you know, uh, he, the, the kinds of products and things he advertises on the show. If you ever listen to it, I suggest people do just so you can see it for yourself. But he is a mystic. He is uh, he's fully into new age strangeness um you know he, he's deeply invested in these different narratives that are new agey ufo um obsessed and breaking the speed of light with your consciousness so you can manifest a different future and you know he, he's not grounded in sort of real in real world solutions to anything he wants you to go into this cult-like mentality where you're you're following these spiritual gurus and leaders, and he's he's one of them. And so while Alex Jones is back on X and, you know, there's this normal culture war going on around free speech, these other guys are, are trying to pull in this extremist, radical post-truth re-enchantment direction that is, you know, I, I this all just reminds me so much of what I wrote about in Fire in the Rabbit Hole, my book which is all about that. It's about this, this counterculture that is actually controlled. And David Icke is squarely in the middle of that, along with Stephen Greer and a lot of these other guys. And for those who don't know, David Knight, a fundamentalist Christian libertarian who got fired from Infowars for no reason out of nowhere, uh, basically because he criticized Trump. And then David Icke got brought in, not necessarily as a replacement, but shortly thereafter. So uh, that that's some context for that. Twitter spat. Yeah, and um, Knight was also talking about Mike Adams um, and and natural news on his most recent uh, episode. But you know, David Ike, it, it's funny. You know, some of the assessment that he has is true. Uh, David Ike writes, Elon, Elon, Elon. Oh, thank you, sir. Be you know, and Alex, I listened to it. Alex Jones was calling him sir, like he was talking to Elon Musk in, in <laughs> that way, like uh, you know, sir, sir Musk. Uh, and you know, he makes a good point, David Ike, that. How could someone like Elon Musk have so much wealth and be on top of SpaceX and Neuralink and Tesla if he wasn't part of the system? They they wouldn't give him the government contracts for SpaceX and and Tesla and all this stuff. You know, there's a lot of crony capitalism going on with you know the subsidies he gets the deals with the, with the Tesla stuff. There's no way Elon could be anti-system at all, or this or this empire of his would collapse. So Elon is 
you know, bonafide de, de facto. Um, he, he's what some have called uh, technocracy's general. Uh, Terry, it's time for our headlines. We'll be right back. No. I've got news for you. Give me the news. Give it to me. Give me the news. TNT Radio News. News Flash. For TNT Radio News, this is James O'Neill. The U.S. Department of Justice recently announced the arrest of Tyler Anderson, a 30-year-old resident of Dover, New Hampshire, for issuing threats against Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy and others planning to attend a campaign event in the state. Special Counsel Jack Smith has indicated plans to possibly introduce data analysts as expert witnesses in an upcoming trial in Washington, D.C. related to the federal election case involving former President Donald Trump. Why not give TNT Radio a follow? We're on all major social platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, and Getter. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time right here on today's News Talk. TNT Radio. TNT Radio. All right, we're with Terry Wolf, wolfpox.com. And if you got any other thought on the info civil war, um, and I was pleasantly surprised I shared that I actually made a comment on Donnie Darkin's thread and uh, someone who I follow and greatly respect, uh, I think he's, a, uh, no, he's from Dominican Republic, I think, uh, um, a geopolitics uh, expert living in Dubai, Miguel Yenas, and he follows my stuff and he agrees too. I was shocked to discover that this geopolitics expert living in the Mideast believes the same as 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 we do um terry but any, any final th- thought before moving on to this clip you found about flat earth which i think is also linked to all of this uh esoteric stuff going on well yeah two thoughts one is um you know as far as elon musk goes we, we've been talking about his grandfather who is a canadian technocracy incorporated uh political party leader wanted to become the prime minister of Canada in a party called Technocracy Incorporated, which is government controlled by corporate scientists, corporate experts, uh, the the private public partnership that we're going to be you know, discussing even more later. So, I mean, we've been hitting Elon Musk on all fronts for, for a long time. So there's the fact that David Icke is pointing that out is, is good, but uh, it's always the solution where you have to look and see what that what is that person offering as the alternative, and that's where David Ike goes completely off the rails, and I can't endorse him at all. Um, and I would say that uh, the David Ike's you know angle here, uh, it does sound kind of sound like he's just you know sitting on the sideline and sort of complaining that he doesn't get to be part of the spotlight there. And he specifically mentioned in his thing that that these people, what he calls mammies they don't allow people to go fully down the rabbit hole he used those words down the rabbit hole which uh you know having written fire in the rabbit hole which is all about warning people about these these crazy uh, illegitimate rabbit holes that people go down uh seeking the truth i just felt i got a good kick out of that because he's he's just sort of generically endorsing rabbit holes in general uh, with no disclaimers and and i find that to be weird yeah and um we got this flat earth clip that that you shared and you know there, there's still people pestering me about someone uh, i shared the clip and someone in my geopolitics and empire telegram channel people can join i think we got thirteen thousand plus uh subscribers there i post my i curate my own news feed there uh and i i just shrug, I, I said i'm not looking into someone said i suggest 
you actually researching the topic yourselves as honestly as possible? And I said, yeah, no, I'm not doing flat earth. Um, and then the person responds, I actually really like your content on this channel and your ignorance isn't going to stop me continuing asking the right questions on the path to truth. So for me, that sounds a lot like this esoteric Gnostic thing that's going on. And I, I find it offensive. I never call anyone, you know, I'm a Christian. If I'm trying to preach the gospel to someone, I never call anyone ignorant. Uh, you know, I, I find that as it's it's a synonym of like calling someone stupid or or an idiot. I find that offensive. Um, but, you know, before we play the flat earth clip, what's what's going on here? I, th I believe this was an atheist going around trying to interview people uh, about flat earth. And and I, and I think this is trying to people are trying to align Christianity with flat earthism. And so. Uh, this is one of those things where I, I wanted to let people know, you know, we can come out in the open and say this has nothing to do with Christianity. This is some sort of modern psyop, and and the forced association with this is something I want to I want to break. And uh, I have an entire chapter in my book, Fire in the Rabbit Hole, on the flat Earth. I'm not afraid at all of that debate. It's just mostly a waste of time once you debunk it so quickly. You can move on. You don't have to keep sitting there and indulging the madness. But listen to what this guy says. You can see for yourself, there's a real person on the streets. Now let's play the clip. If the Earth is flat, where is the sun? It's 93 million miles away? The sun at any given time, and when you say the sun, there is no the sun. Everybody has their own sun. What do you mean? Literally. What do you mean literally? Literally everybody has their own sun. There's a different sun for everybody. What do you mean a everywhere. different sun? I don't understand that. Like, yeah. you mean you're saying that there's a different sun here in Las Vegas than there is in New York? Uh, you're not looking at the same sun there, correct. So how many suns are there? As many people who are viewing it. So wait, every individual person has their own That's sun? correct. What? That is correct. Sun's no more than 50 miles away at any given time. 50? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. But wait a second. A, but, but airplanes go sky, up in the sky. That's right. And it's like a rainbow. How come the sun doesn't get bigger when you're in an airplane? The closer you move to it, the farther it moves from you. It's like a rainbow. And the sun isn't a thing. Sun, this is going to break me, man. Yeah, this is going to yeah, break the me. The sun is literally not a thing. The, 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 the what? Sun, <laughs> Wait the a second. Yeah, no, it's not like a burning ball of gas or any of that bullshit. What is it? Yeah, it's what, what is the sun then? The the, it's cold. The sun is cold. The sun is cold. I was laughing the first time. I'm still laughing. I'm <laughs> rewatching this video and. You know, this is why I can, with some of these subjects, I feel like my, my brain is broken. I just, I just, I'm not interested in dealing with flat earth or, um, but you're, you know, any, any further thoughts on this? I just like to point this out for people because there are these warning signs. We looked the other, the other week at the, the mushroom church where people are sitting in pews and they've got diodes, you know, hooked into literal fungus mushrooms and they're listening to the frequencies of mushrooms. Here we have a guy saying that there's no such thing as the sun and that it's all an illusion that's created somehow individually. These are this is society tearing itself apart and getting rid of the objective world and you you can't have a conversation with this. Like you you can't so if this is where society is moving and and it's breaking down on this level you know, I just think that's that's a good warning sign to look at. And and of course, flat earthers will try to distance themselves from this. Um, and, and of course, there's a million different 
interpretations of flat earth. That's one of the problems with it. There is no model. There is no coherent discussion around it. It's just hype and hysteria and paranoia uh, with, it's just a rabbit hole that goes nowhere. And so, um, I don't know. I just think these are the kinds of things that pop out to me. And I think people just have to face it and face that this is at least in America where the level of conversation can very quickly turn. I mean, it's just logical. Uh, it's a logical end to, to late, you know, late stage planet Earth. The, the the end times, just complete inversion collapse of everything. People now think boys can be girls. Um, we've got. I, I just mentioned there's a Baphomet statue in I think in Iowa in the local government building. Um, the the Earth is is flat. It's just the everything is just opposite. The, everything is unraveling. You know. Um, but there's this other story that is also very important um i think uh <laughs> i i'm 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 noticing in the chat there are people who disagree with us um someone said okay let's speak with david weiss or eric dubai um they may have been on the network before i you we can check the archives i'm not sure but sorry i i just you know, this is my view. Uh, there are other maybe presenters who view things differently, but hey, I'm I'm not into this. But um, what was I going to mention? This other I story do also about, have to, huh? Sorry, I also do have to say on David Weiss specifically, I talk about him a lot in my book. So if you want, I've I've listened to many David Weiss interviews. I point out why he's connected to all sorts of very strange things and paganism and things like that in my book. So I, I'm not afraid of David Weiss. He's not as intelligent as you think he is. He's just a fast talker. Um, that's my opinion. And I, I, by dude, I think they're referring. I hope they're referring to the the dude in the video who was a bit uh, wacky and not referring to uh, Mr. Terry Wolf. But there's this other story on the Google notifications. I think Senator Ron Wyden um, thinks to him. We, we we learned about this, and I think I think this must just be the tip of the iceberg um, because. Um, if if we're discovering this, there must be a whole bunch of stuff that we that we don't know about. But um, because the clip is a little bit lengthy, and then we're gonna hit our break. Uh, if you if you want to just tell us about it, we'll play the clip, go to our break, and then uh, come back to continue talking about it. Yeah, this is kind of a viral video. The creator uh, has had a lot of videos like this that have he tries to alert people to sort of government corruption and spying and stuff. So from what I understand, this is about a high level investigation into. Uh, somebody tipped off a, a senator or or whatever into um, push notifications being used as a way to spy on citizens through because the, the push notifications, it turns out, go to a cloud service. Then other people can get that data from that cloud service. And so they can kind of bypass rules of spying on citizens. All right, let's play the clip. It's because I think it should be a bigger story, and I don't think it's going to get covered. Okay. All right. So let me. Can I explain it to you? Yeah. And then you can make me just tell me if I sound crazy. Okay. Because I'm going to sound crazy. Yeah. Okay. Ninety-nine percent of the phones in the world uh -huh. are being tracked by every single government through push notifications, and the United States government is actually has a gag order on the two largest phone companies through their operating systems to make sure that no one knows about it. And it was just confirmed by a letter via the chairman of the committee on finance in the Senate. Okay. Does that make sense? It, so you're saying that all the governments? All, so this is how he words it. All right, okay. Senator Ron Wyden in a letter to the attorney general. He states 
that last year he got a tip, his office got a tip, that foreign governments were reaching out to Google and Apple. Now that's important because Android, Android phones make up 70% of every operating system in the world. All right. On every phone. Okay. The other 29% uh-huh. is Apple. Yeah. Both of those companies were being reached out to by foreign governments who were requesting push notification data. Push notification data? So you know when somebody sends you a text? Yeah. Okay. And you get that little thing that pops up at the top of the screen? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you like this thing. Or like Amazon sends you a little bing. It's like, oh, um, just so you know, Magneto helmets are 30% off. And then you click the button I and buy. I cannot believe you bought that Magneto okay, helmet. Ignore this. The governments are tracking us. Okay? okay. All right. I will put it on so they don't hear my thoughts. <laughs> okay. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, so when you get that, that's a push notification. Yeah. Okay. But that doesn't come directly from your app. That, through these services, goes from the app Mm -hmm. to a cloud server. Okay. And then it goes to your phone. All right. So these governments are subpoena and requesting the information from the cloud server. Not from your phone. Uh. Not from the app. But from Google and from Apple. Uh-huh. And so these governments, we don't know what governments, it just says in the letter, foreign countries oh. are reaching out and collecting this data. Now, the assumption being ones that the United States has security partnerships with throughout the world. Maybe. But also maybe the, the United States government as well. Because when his office reached out and we're like, we want more information about this, both Google and Apple stated to the senator, who is the chairman of the committee on finance he has the clearance Mm -hmm. we can't tell you because we're under a gag order by the united states government so this senator is asking the attorney general hey lift the gag order and let people know if they're being surveilled through the push notifications because those push notifications could have things like in a text who the text came from, maybe like a little bit of the preview of the body of the text, mm-hmm. maybe other metadata in there, like where the text was being sent from or other things. Like when you drop a pin to tell someone your location oh, yeah. and it tells you in the push notification, tons of information could be up there. Yeah. And like this just came out, but I'm already seeing it like not getting any traction anywhere. Why not? Well, because Apple and Google pay a lot in advertising (laughs) and they also run the algorithms that track of how people find out information. Okay. Yeah. So they're not going to want this to get out. Yeah. And so they're just going to be like, maybe it'll just go away. So should we get tinfoil and make tinfoil hats? No, no, no. I bought a Magneto helmet. I know you bought it. That way they can't read my push notifications. I don't think it's going to work. I think I couldn't hurt. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg. Last week, Elon Musk, the owner of X, was asked about the boycott uh, of advertisers like Disney and Apple who have pulled off the site after he uh, retweeted an anti-Semitic tweet and for some other reasons. And uh, he didn't hold back in his response. Uh, Don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If if somebody's gonna try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. And he says that if the boycott forces X to close up shop, the public will know who to blame. What this advertising boycott is uh, is, is gonna do, it's, it's gonna kill the company. And you think that that- uh, I, but, And the whole world will know. 
that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But they're going to say that they're going to say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things, and that they were inappropriate things, and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. Right? That's see, that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's see how Earth responds to that. Earth to Elon, only time will tell. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malzberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on TNT Radio Vision. While serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. Today, I'm a sculptor creating new visions. Now, my fingers are my eyes. As a veteran, I know the challenges of life can be great. In my art, turning a lump of clay into something beautiful, that means a lot to me. Life is like that. We each must use what we can to make things better. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. Now, I show others how they can create something with their own hands. With support from DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Michael Naranjo, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Pervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It's our final segment with Terry Wolf of Pox.com. We just played that clip about um, how uh, governments, the government now can read our notification um, notifications on smartphones and, you know, that sort of breaks end-to-end encryption when you think about WhatsApp um, and then your WhatsApp text from your friend appears in, as a push notification. That means then the government can read that text. So what's the point of end-to-end encryption on WhatsApp or any other messenger? I think this is a big, big deal. And as you said, needs to get more traction. But I mean, if they can do this, I mean, I don't even want to start to wonder the other ways that they're getting our information. What do you make of all of this, Terry? Yeah, the the major thing here is that the senator couldn't even get access to the information because there was a gag order on those companies. So the government is creating, the attorney general or whoever is creating silence around the issue at a legal level, at a very high level. They're not allowed to reveal anything, even to senators. So Somebody at a very high level is blocking this, which suggests American government collusion in the whole thing. And this must be a very active way that people are spying, countries are spying. And obviously, I would suggest everybody who has a phone, you can control your notifications to give you a prompt, but not give you the body of the text. Maybe that would help. I mean, maybe we can do a little bit, but you're probably right. It's probably a lot deeper than this. Yeah, and I long ago shut off all notifications on my phone for another reason, which was I don't want to be constantly getting a ding and then the phone forcing me to look at it. Uh, I, I I don't even like using my phone. I just throw it in the corner of the room, shut it off, put it on airplane mode. Uh, and it's only when I want to use it, I go to do what I want to do and not being controlled by the device. That's why I shut off all notifications uh and i've got a de-googled phone now so i i i I think i'm pretty safe which means they can't um uh, surveil it because the the primary way on android phone android phone phones that they surveil is through the google operating system but if you remove that like you you know on de-googled phones then they really can't um surveil you you do away with like 
99% of the surveillance surveillance, you know, Rob Braxman has talked about that among others, but um, what else is going on, Terry? I think there's a huge story here. I'm going to have to write about it more. I think I'm going to probably do a sub stack on it. Uh, this is something called uh, the council for inclusive capitalism. It is headed by a Rothschild um, lady, Lynn de Rothschild in in uh, conjunction, in in partnership with the Vatican. So you have, <laughs> if you're a conspiracy theorist, you now have a Rothschild teaming up with the Vatican to end all of the WEF people, including Mark Carney, who that should raise all sorts of red flags for those who have done their research on Mark Carney, who was the former uh, governor of the Bank of England, uh, he was the governor of the Bank of Canada. He is a very powerful person. This is one of the most uh, alarming you know, partnerships we've seen. They have an official YouTube channel and official YouTube videos. They show these people inside the Vatican with the Pope talking about how they need to reset capitalism. And Lynn de Rothschild was on CNBC in an interview talking about how AI is going to be the big cause of why they need to reset capitalism. And I found this story through Altmarket, the amazing Brandon Smith, who I'm a huge fan of. He's done so many amazing things over the years. Talking about, I'll read from him. He says, uh, AI, much like climate change, is quickly becoming yet another fabricated excuse for the global centralization. The CIC, the, you know, uh, uh, Center for Inclusive Capitalism, um, along with institutions like the WEF and the UN have been asserting for the past few years that someone needs to step in and moderate AI so no single government abuses its apparently unlimited power. In other words, problem, reaction, solution. The globalists create a problem out of thin air, AI, then suggest it is a much greater boon or threat to humanity than it actually is. Then they offer their services as a fair and benevolent arbiters of the technology and its effects. Rothschild suggests in her it herself in the interview when she claims that capitalists will have to adjust their priorities over to social causes in the wake of AI. So it's ESG in another form. And then the last thing I would just quote from here, he says at the end, it is a perfect shadow government, a technocratic wizard of Oz using the smoke and mirrors of AI to puppet, uh, sorry, of an AI puppet to rule the planet removing all accountability and displacing all rebellion. For how can the populace argue or revolt against a faceless algorithm floating in the digital ether? It's it's funny you read that quote because, uh, you know, I pulled up the article an hour ago. Um, I hadn't read it and I just scanned it quickly. Like in the few seconds I'm scanning, not reading, going through the paragraphs. And I'm always looking for the the, the takeaway and I had highlighted exactly what you read. AI, much like climate change, is becoming another fabricated excuse. It's just funny how we're in the same uh, frequency here. Like th that's the that's the money shot right there. Um, and yeah, he Brandon is great. I messaged with him a while back trying to get him to come on. He was busy, um, but we follow each other. I'll see if I can get him on the program. And you mentioned Mark Carney. He is a um, a key cog in the machine. Ian Davis. Um, the UK blogger, he was recently on with uh, Rick Moon to talk about the, the article he wrote uh, for me on the Al-Aqsa false flag. 
Ian Davis wrote a lengthy piece for me as well over at geopoliticsandempire.com on Mark Carney uh, and and how you know he's he's held a lot of these very elite positions at the Bank of Canada. I think they're talking about having him become Prime Minister of Canada. Uh, I think it was the Bank of England also. Or I, I I don't know where else this guy's been, but he's a key cog in the globalist machine and it's just more of the same you know whether it's 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 ai and and when i mean that you know i don't th these days i don't really have to sit down and read the entire article like this anymore it's we all know the plan it's like you know okay vatican blah blah rothschild world government ai yada yada okay you know we, we get it we, we understand <laughs> the, yes the, that's the true. plan here if you do yeah. enough, see, this is the nice thing when you do get caught up to speed is you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. You can just sort of incorporate what's new into there. And that's why people need to do their research on this. But if you don't know about the public-private partnership sort of agenda that keeps happening, this is like the poster child for it. They're literally talking about resetting capitalism, which basically means destroying the labor market, destroying the free market, and just having a controlled economy where technocrats, scientists, whatever experts they claim, apparently in conjunction with the Vatican. That, to me, is the very strange thing here, is that the Vatican is at the heart of it. It's being hosted inside the Vatican, I guess, to give it a veneer of tradition and and some sort of like religious inclusiveness or something like that. But um, yeah, I'm going to have to dig into where the Vatican fits into this, because um, I know that COP28 and them, they're trying to push the religious angle of this. The New World Order needs to have a new religion. I'm I'm trying to be one of the most vocal people about that, that we need to be looking at all sides of this movement to take over the world and destroy the traditional sort of Christian free market, uh, decent society into this sort of totalitarian top-down control where your rights don't matter. But it's okay because now we have uh, universal basic income or whatever it is they're pushing. And I would just also add the AI bogeyman is something that Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari are pushing like crazy too. Yuval Harari's books are about how AI is going to transform humanity forever. So this feels like an echo of what I re already read in when I read Yuval Harari's book on uh, AI taking over. And I think Brandon Smith's takeaway here is exactly the same as what I figured when I read Yuval Harari's book. They're going to use AI to scare people into giving up their rights and giving up on capitalism. We're just about out of time. And I thought I'd just read this quote real quick from Mark Mallet, a uh, renowned Catholic. Um, I'm not a Catholic, but I really respect him. He says, there's arguably no other generation that's a better candidate for dad, Daniel's vision than ours, all that remains is the switch to a digital currency and the levers of power will fall into the hands of a few men. Um, it's clear this global beast is able to suppress demand, submission, and crush freedom to a degree unforeseen. You might ask, what is the point of defending the truth if it won't change the trajectory of this global beast? True, it may not stop the rise of this beast that humanity has brought upon itself, but it may save a single soul from damnation. Moreover, our courageous defense of truth is not always about whether we succeed, but how we fight. That's the story of the martyrs. By worldly standards, they and Jesus appeared to lose and lose badly, but it was precisely the way that he suffered and died that impacted those uh, around him. And that's been sort of my motto. Um, even if we lose, we win. Um, that's my cyanide white pill right there. Uh, all right, uh -huh. thank you. 
uh, Terry, we're, we're out of time. Wolfpox.com, winterchristian.substack.com. Look forward to catching up with you next week. We didn't get to cover all the stuff we wanted to, but uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks. Thank you very much.